Hello and welcome to episode 142 of the Nerd Input Podcast. My name is Andrew Goulart. With me is... Nick Clattenburg. Alright. We're back again. Yes. That means we lived another week. What, still clinging, still, barely. <laughs> like fingertips <laughs> yeah. on the inside of the gas chamber. <laughs> just fingernail marks. Just. <laughs> As the Nazis watch us gleefully through the window. <laughs> As the light fades from our eyes. <laughs> that's, that's every week. Two less mouths for them to feed. <laughs> to, to not feed at the concentration camp. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> You know, you ain't wasting no food on that. Mm-mm. I love that. I love how you sound like a southern black woman. Just <laughs> child. <laughs> I got what, what's the? Uh, I saw it on Facebook and it reminded me of last year or maybe the year before. Before that, I played it that like meme song of the black lady listing the food, listing the foods. Oh, like, I like beans, beans and greens, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, tomatoes ham, yam, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Someone posted that on Facebook. I was like, oh shit, I forgot all about that. What oh, man. Up. I remember we closed with that one time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. All right, so uh, what do you got this week? Uh, the, the One thing that I know that I've been watching a shit ton of, both in the background and obviously and actually enjoying it as well, uh, you remember how it's made? Yes. Oh, YouTube's a great fucking thing, oh, really? man. <laughs> you just got hours of that shit. I don't think I've watched that since, uh, like, freshman year of college. It used to be, just be on TV all the time. Oh, it was always on uh, Discovery, Discovery Channel. Yeah, and I would just, like, leave it on all day. Yeah, and it, you, you, you see how, like, lollipops were made, and then it right. would be like... How vinegar is made, all in yeah. the same episode, yeah. and be like, you how guys, machine screws are made. Yeah, you know, and it shows you how all this shit's made, and you're just like, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, I used to watch Unwrapped a lot too, which is basically how oh, it's yeah. made, except only food. That is true. Yes, that's excellent show. Who was the host of that show? Um, Mark Summers. Ah, Double Dare, baby. Yep. Double Dare, and what would you do? The original, what would you do? Not that bullshit no. Dateline garbage. No, 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 no. I'm talking fucking get pies thrown in your face and all fucking that bullshit. <laughs> Mark Summers, who has to wake up at 3 a.m. and fix the fringe on his carpet. Oh, you got to comb your carpets every now and again. I mean, come on. Dude, when, I first, when I first heard that, yeah, I, I'm I'm going to have to say it. I remember being a kid and my mom watching Oprah. Yes. And he oh, yeah. was on there talking about OCD. I, I remember that, too. You do? Yeah, yeah, my mom watched Oprah and I remember seeing him on there and be like, wow, he's all fucked up, huh? Yeah, and he would be like, they said it like his wife would find him in the morning, like, fixing the fringe on the carpet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then the funny part was, like, years later, I remember doing shit like that. I was just like, I just gotta fix this. I don't know why, but I just feel like... To you? He's like Charlie when he's fixing the pictures and it's always sunny. Because he sees his mom has OCD. He's like, oh, picture looks straight to you. One, two, three. And he's doing everything. Three, turn the lights. One, two, three. The light switch. I remember that. So Charlie does not. Yeah. Well, I'm not dead yet, so it must do something. And he, I love how his face just lit up. Like, he was just like, the fuck? That's fucking crazy, right? And then, and Matt, Max goes, like, is that's, it? that's crazy, right? And he goes, uh, he goes. What do you want me to say, man? The woman's insane. <laughs> and he just goes one, two, three. Yeah, one, two, three. I mean, it was got to be doing something. I'm still alive, right? <laughs> it does feel good to do things in threes. <laughs> They're walking oh. back home and like spinning around in like threes, like spinning one yes. way and then the other. <laughs> uh, but watching a lot of how it's made. Yeah. And uh, it, the thing I noticed though, there was three different voiceovers for that show. Really? There was. Hmm. There was the the guy's voice, which I assume you were the one that that maybe what you watched. Probably, yeah. It was like a, a like a, a deep deep voiced man. I remember it being male as well. Yes, <laughs> yeah. But there was one that I was watching. It was a British lady. Okay. And I was like, "The fuck is this?" Maybe there was a, was there a separate British version or something? I don't know. 
No, just uh, the vidi- uh, b- British voiceover uh, the having Vidish a stroke. British voiceover. My name is Jim Ross. Boomer sooner. <laughs> Pool trip. <laughs> but um, yeah, there's like three different voiceovers for it, and I always remember the one being like the 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 guy's voice. It was yeah. like a like an American man's voice. Yeah, you know, there's no accent, no nothing. So uh, you know, I watched a shit ton of those, and uh, yeah, it was kind of it was kind of good to take a little stroll down memory lane and remember actually seeing some of them. I, I want to see if I can find... I'm trying to see who's the voiceover. Holy shit. Was there more than three? <laughs> there's four and then two Brit... Two, wait. There's six altogether. Okay. One of them United States only and one of them United Kingdom only. Holy... There's 32 seasons and 416 episodes of this show. Okay, I didn't watch that much. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. I was actually about to say I watched all of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't watched all of it. Okay, so, <laughs> it, yeah, it started in January 6, 2001, and it's still going today. Wow. Um, so, there's been Mark Tewksbury, there's been Lynn Herzeg, June Wallach, Lynn Adams, Brooks Moore, and Tony Hurst. Okay. Tony Hurst, the United Kingdom only. I'm assuming... Well, the, both Lynn's and the June must all be women, but I don't know. I don't know. So it, was, it must be one of them. I'm probably assuming that the uh, U.S. only one is the one that we we remember hearing. Yeah, but the other ones could all... It, says, it just says that, like, those are the only ones that it says a country in, in parentheses. Okay. So the other four could be British or American. I don't that, know. That, that is true. Specify. So, yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, I remember hearing, like, that specific voice, and I was just like, yeah, this is... Uh, this was educational to me. Yeah. It's very interesting. <laughs> it really is. You know, I mean... It's, it's kind of mesmerizing to watch, like, machines and factories work like that and stuff like that, just cranking out. Well, especially like, when yeah. you see them make, like, soda. Yeah. Like, it shows how, like, they have just an empty can yeah. and how this piece at the top is pressed on right, yeah. later. And it's like, wait, what? And then the labels are, like, shrink-wrapped on or, or like, pressed on. Yeah, or pressed on or they're yeah. vinyl or heat-wrapped yeah. or whatever. Even watching watching one where they're making the cans themselves is very it's fascinating. It is. <laughs> you know, uh, there was actually one that I got to see, and I was happy that I saw it. Yeah. How it's made. A tattoo. And it what? shows, <laughs> like, a, like, a tattoo being done. Okay, all right. And it just shows, like, the process and all oh, this. I've never seen anything like that before. And I was like, that is quite interesting. Yeah, I didn't know they ever did anything. I assumed it was all factory stuff. Yeah, it would, well, I mean... It's it just was, a bunch... It's just a rows of, like, a hundred, hundreds of Chinese men laying down and getting tattooed by machines. <laughs> just sitting there and just fucking getting all uh, that, that by, done by hand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I saw that one, and I was like, oh, that's, that's kind of interesting. I'm like, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't fucking do that. Yeah. You ain't stretching, motherfucker. You ain't stretching that skit. <laughs> like, I was, like, screaming at the TV. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, I'm trying to think, what else, some of the other things that I watched. Didn't really watch too much. I listened to, like, a couple different podcasts. Uh, I listened to, uh, Two Bears. Two uh, Bears, One Cave. Two Bears, One Cave, but not with Tom Segura, with Leanne Kreischer. Okay. So he had his wife on there. Oh, so it was her and Bert. Yes. Okay. And, uh, that was a good one. Uh, a couple good laughs. Uh, nothing really notable from it. Yeah. Yeah, Tom toured or is touring. I think uh, he's Europe over. Still. Yeah, I think he's doing a European leg of his tour now. Yeah, because the the intros of your mom's house have recently been uh, 
uh, Christina P with like it's been Josh Potter or it's been um, the fucking the host of the Honey Ryan Sickler. Yes. Um, it's been them for the intro, and then they go into the pre-recorded episode of Your Mom's House with whatever guest where Tom is there because they like banked a bunch of them before he left. But yeah, so yeah. I mean, otherwise, I don't really have too much that I uh, that I watched. I got a bunch of junk. All right. Let's see here. I'm, I'm guessing there's gonna be the 100 in there. Yes. Okay. Although might be done with it. I, Start. Megan and I both losing interest. They 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 put some blacks in the episode. Is what you said. See, that's what happened. It's not that there was so much that they're in there. They got way too many speaking lines. It's crazy. I can't understand all this. Speaking in Ebonics. The, ebonics? Yeah. They haven't used that shit in years. That's like jive talk. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, first thing is just a note. Because okay. Megan watched uh, the People's Choice Awards. All right. And... Um, just devastating news on the state of the world and what people think of comedy. Okay. What movie do you think won best comedy of the year? Okay, you're going to give me the options, right? I'm not to guess this. No, because I can't think of any other comedy movies. So just guess guess a comedy movie that you think people would vote for for the best comedy of the year. Uh, what, what was some of the good comedies that came out this year? I have no idea. Didn't you, <laughs> I, 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 I just know the one that won is one I've t- I talked about on this show Okay. somewhat recently. And I said it was an okay movie, but as com- like comedy-wise, not funny at all. Didn't make me laugh a single time. Pass. <laughs> you can't <laughs> say pass. There is no one else in the room. You cannot pass. All right. It is Murder Mystery with Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston. Oh, my God. I remember best, you saying that yeah. not even a couple weeks ago. Yes. Best comedy of the year. Not funny in the slightest. Like, it's just a... A cliche-ridden murder mystery, just like it says, but not—it's not even a little funny. Like I was like, "That's devastating." That that the world thinks that's the funniest movie of the year. Like I don't know what the funniest movie of the year is because I don't think I've watched a lot of comedies recently. No, I just watch stand-up comedy and listen to comedy all and day. And see, that's what it is. Like to me, that's what comedy is. Like yeah. I'm not gonna go and watch a movie with Kevin Hart in it. it oh when, God, no! Oh my God! I'm not gonna go watch a movie with Kevin Ride Hart. Right along three. Yeah, Ride Along 3 or... CIA. Or the, uh, Jumanji 7. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, whatever it is with The Rock and, yeah. you know, and why, why am I going to do that when I could watch someone's brand new comedy special that I'm going to die laughing? Right, yeah. You know, and it's not going to be just a one punch, you know, little thing in a movie. Yeah, yeah. So that's so. devastating news for the <laughs> state of the world. That is, that is horrible. Um... I decided to check out a single episode of Man at Arms Reforged. Oh, I was just scrolling. Which, I was which scrolling episode? Through, and I wanted to check out uh, just so, like something that I recognize and wanted to see made. And I was gonna watch two, but I only ended up watching one. So the other one I wa- I was gonna watch, but I didn't get to, was the Chaos Eater from um, God damn it from uh, Darksiders, the video yes. game. So it's a big, crazy. I, I remember seeing that. It's one. It's got like skulls and shit all over it. It's yes. fucking huge. Um, but I didn't get to watch that one. I watched the one that came out after that, and it, I think you might have mentioned that you watched it. Stormbreaker okay. from uh, Avengers Infinity yes. War. So Thor's uh, axe hammer thing. Yes. And it was pretty sick. Like the fact, like the, them shows them making the axe itself out of like a, a sil- like a round bar of uh, steel. Yes. And they like hammer out the axe side and then leave like the round bar on the other side for the hammer for like the sh- like the striking portion of the hammer and then they covered it with like hollow with plates to make it hollow so you could actually lift it because they said if they actually made the whole thing solid it'd probably be like 400 pounds yeah I, re- I remember them saying that <laughs> yeah 
But uh, yeah, it came out sick, and the guy like handmade the whole like wooden handle and everything. Um, Just yeah. watching the details that they actually spend, like looking at movie quality photos, yeah, and trying to like replicate and actually like seeing them carve shit by hand, mm-hmm. like that stuff blows my mind. Yeah, like even with the handle, um, the guy took like a four by four and ground it down so it looked like more of a natural like tree branch look because yeah. that's what it looks like in the movie and then he cut groove like thin grooves into it to make it look like an, it wasn't like perfectly smooth and sanded because it's not supposed to be and then staining it and everything and it looks perfect it's pretty amazing oh it is um, I'll probably check out the Chaos Eater one at some point because that sword's so ridiculous looking I want to see them make oh, the, all the skulls and I shit. remember seeing that one and it is it's massive yeah it is crazy looking um, so watch the 100 I think we're like halfway or maybe a little past halfway through season three. We're both starting to burn out a little bit on it because it's just not now, very Now, why, why are you slowing down with it? What's the uh, what's the reason? It's because there's not really... Like I thought it was going to be, like after a while, there's no more really sci-fi shit. It's not... After a while, it has nothing to do with people on the Ark and people on the ground. It's becoming more of a dramatic storyline. Yeah, line. so everyone's just on the Earth. The Ark's gone. And it's like... The same story it has been since everyone arrived is like the the 100 the arc people uh, trying to have like an alliance with the grounder people and fighting against someone else and like it's just they're constantly you explaining this is making me lost right now yeah. anyway. No no I know what yeah. I'm saying like the way it's like well this people and this people it's like yeah. that's too much too much shit going yeah. on just be sci-fi. It's like uh, they're fighting each other and then they have an alliance and then they break the alliance and they're fighting each other and they're trying to unite against this other tribe that like they need to fight against it's, and it's just constant back and forth with that bullshit. The only sci-fi thing with it now is like the old uh, the chancellor of the Ark that made it down to Earth and he was looking for the City of Light like all of last season or the beginning of this season. I remember you mentioning that. Yeah, he like finds the City of Light and the City of Light is basically this AI that like you swallow this this like chip that replicates in your system and then like you can just go to this vr world in your brain basically but it also like blocks pain receptors and stuff like that and like makes you feel good okay so i don't know it's really that's the only sci-fi thing in it right now really so it's crack yeah it's yeah it's crack it's delicious i was was just about to say like everything you just said makes makes it sound like crack well it is a black guy that's trying to get everyone to take it he's addicted to it (laughs) get the fuck out of here Um, but yeah, it just, uh, I must be going now. My planet needs me. Yeah. The story is just a lot less interesting than it was before, and I don't know if I can hang on for like four more. Seasons. And see how that's how I feel about like Supernatural. Yeah, yeah. Like Supernatural is coming to a close. Yeah. The last couple seasons, I feel like I've just been let down. Mm-hmm. Like the storylines suck. I know why it's coming to an end because they can't tell anymore. Yeah, yeah. There's no more that can go on. Yeah, which is good. Now it frees up Jensen Ackles to play Batman. In uh, the uh, CW. Dude, did you see that on Instagram? Yeah, yeah, his Batman costume. Dude, it's fucking amazing. Yeah, apparently there's like a, a push for him within the community so for him to play Batman in the CW like Arrowverse TV shows, which would be amazing. Of course it would be. So I don't know if I, I don't know if that came about because they're already planning to put Batman in those shows. Well, he does exist in there because he definitely exists, but they've never shown him. And no, they've never shown him. I don't know if they ever if they're planning to, but. Uh, Maybe they are now because Batwoman is a show, and maybe they're going to plan on having Batman in it. Maybe. But that's going to be a big... Like, I don't know. I'd be surprised if they had Batman in one of those shows and didn't have a stand, an actual Batman show itself. Yes. Because if you're going to cast Batman, people are going to want to see pretty much nothing but Batman. 
So if they made a show, people would be all fucking over it. And if Jensen Ackles was playing Batman, I'd be all fucking over it. Yeah, yeah. I think he'd be really good. I mean, I think he'd be be, be a better Red Hood. I mean, he's already been, well, he's been the voice of Red Hood at least. Yeah, and he I mean he did dress up last year as yeah. a, for Halloween as Red Hood. Yeah, I so, could take him being any of the Batman characters. He could be fucking Red Robin. He could be Batman. He could be Nightwing. I think he'd be good as any of them, really. Realistically, yeah. Yeah. You know, because he has that all, kind of like if you look at all of like Batman. All the way down to like Jason Todd, you know yeah. everybody, and you're kind of like, yeah, he could play everyone. He could. Uh, <coughs> we'll see if anything happens with that, but that'd be nice. So that's it for the 100. Uh, I finished watching the end of the fucking world. On Netflix. this was season two. Season two. Yeah. Okay. Um, pretty interesting story. Um, I don't know how much I should get into it. It's the guy and the girl from the first season, and the guy's trying to like. Well, I remember you said that there was the uh, the girlfriend of the guy that they killed. The guy that they killed. Yeah. She's was... trying to kill. Them. Them, the Be- kids. Yeah, because she doesn't know that her boyfriend was basically like a rapist that was like raping other girls and stuff like yes. that constantly. She thought that she was like the only one with him. And then, uh, so she's kind of like catches up with them and then she, like, see, this is spoilers for anyone that's going to watch it. The, like that towards the end of the season, the last like two episodes or whatever, she corners like that she gets back to where the girl is, Alyssa, at the diner she works at and it's only them two in it. And, like, she has a gun, and uh, then what's-his-name comes, the other the guy, James. So it's James and Alyssa, they're both there, and she's, like, pointing a gun at them. And then, like, they're trying to explain, like, what happened and stuff like that. And then for some reason, she ends up just turning the gun on herself, to, like, to kill herself, but then they, like, grab her and hold her down so that she doesn't kill herself. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, and then the, se- the season basically ends with them, like, being back together. They're, like, sitting on a hill together, and then... Uh, Alyssa says that she heard James, uh, what he said, like, uh, the other day when, like, she was, like, sleeping, and he said that he loved her. Like, yes. She was sleeping, and then he, she said that she heard him, and that she does, too, and then it pretty much ended there. Oh, okay. So, uh, but it was it was a good season. There's, like, su- there's always a surprising, like, super violent part in both seasons, basically. Like, super bloody violent part out of nowhere. And this is this Netflix? Netflix, yeah. Okay. The end of the fucking world. Let's go. I'm going to have to check that out. I've heard nothing but good things about it. Anybody that I've ever come across saying anything about it, it's always been positive. Yeah, it's really good. And you can crush it. The episodes are 19 to like 23 minutes long each. Oh, that's not bad. And each season is only eight episodes apiece. So you can watch the whole thing in a day easily. Like both seasons in a day. Okay. If you wanted to. All right. Um, Ooh. Watch some. We had a bunch of episodes that we haven't seen because we haven't watched it in a while, so we like to binge them on Hulu. Catfish. I oh, love catfish. You love some catfish, There's don't some you? Stupid fucking mongoloids out there, dude. One of them, the only one that sticks in my mind, the only one I'm going to talk about, is this woman. She's uh, she's a little on the portly side. Okay. Afro-American woman, and she believes that she is dating online. Chris Brown. The Chris Brown. See Breezy. Chris Brown. Beat the fuck out of Rihanna, Chris Brown. She thinks she's dating him. I was going to say, do you want to get a little more like clarification on that? <laughs> this is Chris but Brown. Everything you said. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Continue. She, she claimed to be dating Chris Brown, and she thought she actually was. The Chris Brown. The Chris Brown. The, like, Rihanna, Chris Take Brown. that bitch, Chris Got Brown. It. Okay. Uh, yeah, she th- she thought she was dating him. Even That's though, far-fetched. Like, every episode, they refused to, like, video chat. They refused to, like... I think she had talked to him on the phone, at least, but she's, like... 
She played she played like a, a voicemail for um what's his name? Neve and he has a like, yeah. special co host every episode. This co host was someone I never heard of, but they played the voicemail and the woman the woman that was co hosting was like that ain't Chris Brown <laughs> immediately. It was but uh yeah, so she thought she was dating Chris Brown and obviously it wasn't Chris Brown. I'm trying to think. This episode uh who did it end up being? I can't remember if it was just like a like a there was one episode that was like a pair of fat black girls. I can't remember who I can't remember who it ended up being this time. Obviously not Chris Brown though. It's just ridiculous. This show is so ridiculous. I mean, the something like that. Believe. That is so far-fetched. People have no concept of what their league is, like what they look like. Like if you see the saw this woman you're like no, Chris Brown would never fucking date this woman. Jesus no, Christ. No, and that's a thing. Like, that's one of those things that, like, you know, you, you look in the mirror and you go, yeah, I ain't dating no one like Giselle or anything like <laughs> yeah. that. Like, you know where your ballpark is. Yeah, it's like in one of the other seasons, it was a man, and he believed he was dating Katy Perry. And this man like did not okay. look like he would date Katy Perry. He was just like a, a skinny, weird, like, geek. Uh, oh my was god. it was he Daddy Longneck? He was not Daddy really? Longneck. Oh my god, Daddy, Daddy Longneck's terrifying. <laughs> Daddy Longneck. He has the weirdest voice. I can't Daddy, even do his voice. Got Daddy Longneck. Daddy Longneck. <laughs> I have many medical issues as a result of my long skinny neck. Got a neck like a Twizzler and a head like a boulder. <laughs> 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 I was introduced to Daddy Longneck because of your mom's house podcast. I had never seen him before, and they they would play a lot. They talked to Daddy Longneck on Skype one time. Uh, I'm fucking <laughs> Jesus, that was so fucking good, man. That really was. Uh, oh god. Um, Daddy Longneck resurfaced when that fucking that mugshot of the wide neck guy. Remember? That oh one? yeah. We talked about on the show. He did like a music video with Daddy Longneck. Like the wide neck guy and the long neck guy, it was so funny. <laughs> I forget what it was for. I saw it like I think I saw it on Instagram a long time ago. Uh, we're going for YouTube right now, okay. so. Um, oh, I tell you, long neck monster. So yeah, catfish is fucking hilarious, and it's so funny just to watch all these delusional people. I think we watched like five episodes, and I think only one or one of them was like they were actually talking to the person they thought they were talking to. But you can always guess those ones because. If the person they think they're talking to is like the same level of attractiveness as the person, yes, then it's usually real. Because well, especially be one of those they lie. They use like unreasonably attractive people as their fake picture. Okay, so we uh, we got ourselves a little song here. You got that long neck. Oh boy. Shawty lit the neck, call me next up. Shawty wanna fuck, call me next up. Shawty sub me up, call me next up. Shawty make it clap, call me next up. Shawty lit me up, call me up next. Shawty wanna fuck, call me up next. Shawty sub me up, call me up next. Shawty make it clap, call me up next. Oh my goodness. That is a pair of monsters if I've ever seen it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! That's that song's called "Next Up" and it is spelled N-E-C-K-S-T up. Yes, next up. So you want to see these two fucking like bog people for yourself? 
<laughs> oh man, you really—it's—it's it's true, man. Like it's two fucking like people that like. The, but why you, that guy does look like he just rose out of a swamp, and that's just what he looks like. Oh my god! Ah, oh. it looks like one of Guillermo del Toro's monster designs. It looks like he's in the dude, fucking. It looks like he's in the troll city in fucking dude, Hellboy too. Dude, it's perfect. Both of them are in the same shot. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> The other one looks like a fucking like a uh, a can tall boy a can of Narragansett <laughs> with a basketball on top. <laughs> oh fuck, man! Absolute freaks. Um. All right, and then the last thing that I watched is Disney Plus came out. Yes, I heard. So I done signed up for Disney Plus and watched episode one of The Mandalorian, the new live. How was it? It was amazing. Now, is it a weekly? Is weekly, so I checked this. The schedule they put out the schedule today because I didn't know when it was going to be. Because the first episode, I guess, came out on Tuesday. I think it's when Disney Plus came out. Yes. And uh, so the next episode, actually, as as of recording this, it's coming out tomorrow on Friday. Okay. And then it comes out every Friday except for I think the week, uh, the week before Thanksgiving. It comes out on that Wednesday instead. Okay. And then resumes coming out on Fridays. So it's basically every Friday, but it's only going to be eight episodes. Um. But yeah, first episode was really good. It's kind of like, it has the feeling of basically like a western. Okay. With like a western bounty hunter, except it just takes place in the Star Wars universe and he flies around on a spaceship. But like, the episode opens with like the Mandalorian going into this cantina and then like grabbing a, uh, this guy that's like a, that's a bounty. Takes him back on his ship and he goes to meet with the person he gets the bounties from. And the person he gets the bounties from, Carl Weathers. Yeah. Ooh. Chubbs is handing out bounties. No shit. Yeah. Um, so he t- talks to him, and then the, the guy, he's, like, saying how the bounties he has don't, like, don't pay enough even for, like, fuel for his ship. Okay. So he, like, gives him a heads up for this other bounty, but he has to go meet with the person face-to-face to get it. And when he goes to... Uh, th- this show, by the way, takes place between Return of the Jedi and the new trilogy. So between Return of the Jedi and uh, The Force Awakens. So it's, like, after the fall of the Empire. All right. So he goes to meet with this person face to face, and it's basically in this like bunker almost. Uh, and he goes in, and there's like ten stormtroopers inside with like all dirty ass armor because the empire has fallen, so they don't have like fresh new shit. So it's a bunch of dirty ass stormtroopers, and then this like old empire like uh, officer guy, and he gives him a bounty for someone. The only information he gives him is he gives him like a a, a GPS tracker for for the bounty, and his last known location. And his age, which is 50 years old. So then he takes the bounty. He goes to whatever planet the it's supposed to be on. And when he gets there, and like uh, he go, finds the place, he scouts it out. And then he, there's an assassin droid down there, like uh, IG-88, who's in the background of like Empire Strikes Back. I have a pop of him on, on that shelf over there. Okay. Uh, it, it's one of those. It's an assassin droid like that. And... Um, so he kind of teams up with him, and they have like a pretty sweet battle scene, like destroying all these dudes and stuff like that. And then the episode ends with them getting the bounty, like getting to the bounty, and it's like he has the tracker, and he's like walking towards the thing, and it starts like going off. So he sees that this is the thing, and it's like a, it's like a plastic egg or like a ball almost. Okay. And he opens it up, and when he looks inside, it's a baby of Yoda's species, which doesn't have a name. Yoda's species is just called. They've never said what his species is. And they've never really shown any other of Yoda's species except for 
in the prequel trilogy, you can see the back of the head of basically only, I think, of Yaddle, which is a female of his species. They never say her name is Yaddle, but that's her name. Okay. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, there's a baby of Yoda species, which is 50 years old, but his species ages so slowly that it's still a baby, even though it's 50. And they're supposed to kill it. It's the bounty. So, like, the, the assassin droid, like, is obviously programmed to do it. So he, like, pulls his gun out to shoot it. And then the Mandalorian shoots the assassin droid in the head. And the episode ends there. So don't know what's going to happen with that. But uh, it's pretty cool. They never Mandalorian never takes off his helmet. So you don't see his face. But it's Pedro Pascal. So I don't know if they're ever going to show his face. Or he's always meant to be somewhat mysterious. Also, they don't say his name. He's just the Mandalorian. So, really? Yeah. So it's pretty cool. It has a really cool feel. Like I said, it feels like a Western. It just happens to be sci-fi and like star wars okay but it's really cool definitely worth watching it's about 40 minutes i think the first episode okay um but yeah so uh that's it for that so we can get into some wrestling Didn't get to see it because I was away for uh, Buddy Kurt's uh, wedding this weekend. Yes, congratulations, by the way. Congratulations to Kurt. I know you're listening. You got nothing better to do. You got nothing going on. Straight uh, up degenerate. <laughs> but it was an excellent wedding. Uh, everyone everyone had a good time. I had a good time there. I know Kurt did, Kurt and Melissa, so congratulations to them too. But I did miss Full Gear, so you know they can owe me for that. Yes. Uh, but you, you will be waiting for a check in the mail. Yeah. So um, I got. Uh, now I remember you saying before. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Uh, Pay per views are back up to like fifty nine ninety nine. They're forty nine ninety nine. Forty nine ninety nine. And you buy them on BR Live Bleacher Reports app. Okay. Um. So I have the results and shit right here. So. And you just stream it to your TV. Is that what it is? Yeah, I think like the app. You can probably get the app on like. Amazon, like Amazon Fire Sticks. Oh, okay. I'm assuming Apple TV, and it works with Chromecast, so whatever. All right. Um, so, yeah, the first match, uh, Britt Baker versus B Priestley. So, the dentist, uh, Britt Baker, she ends up winning. I don't remember seeing B Priestley on any Dynamite or anything like that. but So, Baker won. It wasn't really for anything. Um, the Young Bucks versus Proud and Powerful, which is Santana and Ortiz, the two uh, the PRs that are in yes. the inner circle. Who are they're an excellent team. So that must have been an amazing match, which kind of want to watch highlights for because they're both so good. And let's see, proud and powerful beat the Young Bucks. Young Bucks have been taking L's left and right since I, uh, I was they started. It's it's kind of weird because like you'd think that they'd be coming right out the gate and just kicking ass. Yeah. And they probably didn't want to do that on purpose because everyone knows they're like what, partial they, owners. Well, that so too, they but they run the table. You know, by far they're probably one of the best tag teams. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, they're up there with, like, the Usos. Yeah. Um, then we had a guy that one of my is now, like, one of my favorites on AEW. I, he has a match pretty much every week, and he's always excellent. Hangman Adam Page. Dude, I saw one of them. I think it was on AEW Dark. Yeah. And he's fucking awesome, yeah, man. Yeah, he's really sick. He's I've, been, a, I've been digging him a little bit lately. He's got that sweet, uh, his one of his finishers anyways, the buckshot clothesline. Yes. Where he basically slingshot, front flips himself over the rope, and then keeps his momentum going, just clotheslines the fuck out of somebody. Mm-hmm. It's excellent. Um, but he's had a running like rivalry with Pac. 
Yes. So uh, they faced each other uh, at full gear for like, I think it's the second time they faced each other. And first time Pac won, this time Paige won. And then on Dynamite this week, they faced each other again and Pac won again. Oh, okay. So I don't know if they're going to keep going with that, but I could watch these guys face each other every week because they're both fucking amazing. They are. Pac's one of the best, at, one of the best around too. Um, so they're really good. Um, I missed this, but this is definitely going to be ongoing. Joey Janela versus Sean Spears. I think I saw a couple highlights from that on Instagram. Yeah. And from what I saw, amazing match. Yeah. Just. Um, they're definitely going to keep that going because on Dynamite this week, uh, I forget who else was in the match. Darby Allen and I can't remember the other guy's name. I don't know. And uh, But also Sean Spears was in it, and Sean Spears got attacked by Joey Janela like, during the match. It was a triple threat. Okay. But then Joey Janela attacked him, and they just went off like into the crowd fighting, so it just ended up being Darby Allen versus the other dude. Uh, Pete. Pete something. He has like a ravishing Rick. He has like a skinnier, ravishing Rick Rude look about him. Okay. The mustache and like the fancy robe and stuff. Um, Just another Ric Flair. Kinda, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that that whole thing's gonna keep going, I'm sure. But let's see who won at full gear. Spears beat Janela at full okay. gear. Okay. Um, we had the AEW Tag Team Championship match. This was probably match of the night. The tag teams at AEW are so fucking sick. See that's, like NXT, and that's the same thing I was just about to say. Look at NXT. Right. Yeah. So um, this match must have been great. Uh, it was the loot. It was the triple threat for the championship. SCU being the champions because they won the tournament that like started when AEW Dynamite started. So SCU, SoCal Uncensored, um, Scorpio Sky, and Frank Frankie Kazarian versus the Lucha Brothers, which is Ray Fenix and uh, Pentagon Junior. Okay. And versus Private Party, which I don't know that I don't really know their names, but they're all fucking so talented. Of course, Private Party's been doing amazing shit. Um, but yeah, I'm sure that match was one of the best of the night. SCU defe- uh, defeated both the other two and kept the titles. Uh, women's championship match: Riho versus Emi Sakura. I think Emi Sakura was the one who trained Riho like originally, so I think that was the deal with this match. Riho ended up retaining. Um, and the AEW World Championship match: Cody versus Chris Jericho. Yes. And this match ended with some uh, some weird bullshit. Yes, I, I. this is something I wanted to, to bring up because they, I, I don't know if you saw it or not. I didn't see it as it happened because I didn't see anything, but I saw it like they showed highlights on. Well, that's uh, what I'm saying. I didn't know if you've seen the highlights yet. Yeah, I have. So uh, uh, Cody and Jericho facing each other for the championship. Cody said that if he loses, he'll never challenge for the championship again. Um, they each have a man in their corner. Chris Jericho has Jake Hager, and uh, Cody has uh, MJF. Yes. Maxwell Jacob Friedman. I think that's who it was. Um, who's supposed to be like his best friend. Um, so after a while, I think the thing that made MJF ends up throwing in the towel to end the match for on Cody's behalf. And I think it was because Cody was in like the lion tamer for a long time or something like that. Uh, and he refused to tap out. So MJF throws in the towel and then he like apologizes to Cody afterwards. And then as he's apologizing, he'll turn boots, Cody in his penis and testicles. Yep. Right in the penis and testicles. Both of them. All three of them. All three of them. (laughs) Uh, one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> uh, but it would so, only be one, two, three. <laughs> so, yeah, so Jericho won. MJF turned heel. And then some other guy, I don't know, like showed up, made his debut on AEW. I guess was a big deal, but I don't know. I never heard of him before. Let's see if it says it right here. I think his name was like w- Wardlow or something. Uh, Doesn't sound familiar. 
I can't. Oh, nope. And Steve Blackman showed up. <laughs> it doesn't say on here. I'm pretty sure that happened after the match. Like Wardlow came out and beat the fuck out of Cody, I think. Um, oh, no. That might have been on Dynamite this week. I think that was on Dynamite this week. I didn't see it, so. Yeah. Uh, I think MJF was out there talking to Chris Jericho, and I think Cody came out at some point, and then MJF, along with this other guy, beat the fuck out of Cody. Okay. Um, and then we had the Lights Out match, John Moxley versus Kenny Omega. Wow. Supposed to be insanely brutal. Uh huh. They showed like the uh, on Dynamite. They showed like all the cuts and shit all over Kenny Omega's back and stuff like that. And they were hitting each other with barbed wire wrapped instruments. They were getting thrown onto like a mattress of barbed wire, thrown onto broken glass, like old school hardcore like ECW shit. Uh huh. And uh, like, dude, I'm watching highlights from that, and I'm like, this is insane. <laughs> thrown like, onto mouse traps. So yes. Like, yeah. I was like, this is insane. Yeah. But I loved every fucking second of it. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, it's nice to see that they're willing to do all the hardcore shit that WWE refuses to do now. And people have an appetite for it because no one else is doing it. Exactly. So uh, it's good that they're willing to do that. And especially willing to do that with two of their biggest stars. Well, that's... Omega and John Moxley. That's the thing, especially for someone like myself. Because I grew up with the 90s wrestling. Yeah. Where, like, they still did use, like, barbed wire bats. And they, like, threw people through tables that were on fire. Yeah. And did crazy shit like that to get your attention. Yeah. Like, to me, that's what I remember. And watching stuff like AEW, that's for someone like me. Like, I enjoy that. And... Everything that's going on in NXT right now, I enjoy. Yeah. Because both of those are pushing the fucking limits. Yes. Um, uh, the only other... That's that's everything for Full Gear. The only other thing from Dynamite that I remember this week is that Moxley came out. He had basically a squash match against some dude. Crushed him. And then uh, he was on the mic and he was basically challenging anyone that wants to like test themselves against him. He'll take like any challenge or whatever and he leaves. And then later on with that triple threat match with Darby Allen and Sean Spears and the other guy. Okay. Darby Allen ended up winning. And then he grabbed a mic afterwards and he said, John Moxley, I accept. So uh, I think next week on Dynamite, it's going to be Darby Allen versus John Moxley. Darby Allen's super talented. He's that guy I mentioned before. That yes. That really cool finisher of the coffin drop where he just yes. dives backwards with his arms crossed. I saw him do that one night on... Uh... AW Dark? Yes. Yeah. I saw him do that from the top rope, and I was like... It's a really cool move. I was like, it's kind of basic. Yeah, super basic, but no one's ever... I've never seen anyone do it before. But no one's done it. Yeah, no, it's like it's basically just a regular splash, except he turns around. Like, people do regular splashes, and they're very boring. Yes. But doing it backwards is just really... It's just him memory. dropping backwards. It looks, like a, it looks like a giant trust fall. Kinda, I was just about to say that. Kind of like what Kofi did. Kofi does that trust fall thing. It's basically the same thing, except Kofi only does it to standing people. Yes. And he puts his arms out like when he does it. He doesn't, like, cross his arms and just fall no. on his back. Um, so yeah, that should be a, it should be good next. I mean, Dynamite hasn't disappointed yet. No all the matches have pretty much been amazing every week to week. Um, but yeah, that's all I have for wrestling. Um, yeah, we'll take a break and we'll be right back. You won't even know it. We forgot last week like complete retards, but this week 
We got a death match. Ooh, death match. Death match. Oh, and uh, I don't know if I mentioned this, but uh, Joe Merle came in with like four suggestions of death matches. You did not tell me this. All very high quality. We'll get to. I think we'll start next week. I kind of want to do all four that he suggested because they're all really good. Okay. So, uh, so I'll spring those on you week to week. Okay. But this week, uh, me and Kevin from work came up with this death match after much deliberation. I told you about it already. Yes, you did. It is going to be Deathstroke of the DC Universe. Oh, God. Versus Shredder from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Which I find to be a very great pairing. Yeah. See, I the only thing I was thinking about was like, well, shit, Deathstroke has guns. But then I was like, feel like Shredder's armor can probably withstand gunfire. <coughs> so, I mean, I, when when we do these, I know we're still kind of working out some of the rules. Yeah. We're going. It's kind of hard. Every single time we do it, depending on the character is, we have to like adjust the rules. So it's hard to have. Like, it, it really rules. is. But uh, the thing that I'm trying to not figure out is, did we agree or disagree that when they're battling, it's to the teeth, like armed to the teeth? It's I I think armed with their typical shit. I was so gonna like, say because I remember we talked originally about Nightwing versus Daredevil. Yeah, and we were saying that obviously Nightwing's gonna go in with stuff to. With Wayne Tech gear. With Wayne Tech gear, which is going to help disrupt, you know, him knowing his enemy that he's blind, but yet he he can still see by hearing, hearing things. Yeah. So he's going to have stuff to disrupt his so he ears. Just blows a rape whistle while he's beating the <laughs> fuck out of the <laughs> I think we actually said that. Yeah, pretty much. But um, so when when they're going in, they're going in fully loaded. I think so. Yeah. Okay, I just wanted to make clear make uh, like clear of that. Yeah. That being said. I'm not sure. I, I don't have much of a memory of what Shredder is capable of besides having the armor and having, like, basically metal claws on his armor that he just rips people up with. Yes. Plus, he was, if I'm not mistaken, a ninja. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's some kind of ninja. He was trained, I think. He's a, you know, he's a Japanese. A Jap- <laughs> All Japanese are ninjas. A Japanese. Samurais. A Japanese. He's a Japanese. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so he's got. I, I'm going to go ahead and say he's very a uh, very skilled martial artist. Of course. That. But then again. Deathstroke, very skilled. Uh, Everything. Combatant. Yeah, he's a skilled martial artist, marksman, swordsman. He's got all kinds of shit. He has the, that. He has that Mirakuru going yeah, through him. Yeah. <laughs> the, the typical Deathstroke loadout would be like some kind of machine pistol or something like that, uh, an assault rifle or sniper rifle, and like some kind of sword. Of course. And then we got Shredder with metal claws and a hatred of turtles. Yeah. <laughs> an yeah. Inhuman. Uh, paranormal I'm, I'm feeling like I'm feeling like Deathstroke's already getting a little bit more of an advantage I but mean, it's it's hard to think of him not being able to put down Shredder with a gun I'm trying to think how Shredder's gonna avoid getting shot in the face but I mean there's been iterations of Shredder where like really only his eyes are showing and unarmored yes he has like a metal because he has helmet, that he, he has, has that metal, metal face plate and then he's pretty much covered in armor Maybe, I mean, it depends. He's been drawn, I'm sure, in many can, different ways. Can we use the variation, which is... Super Shredder? Super Shredder, Kevin, Kevin Nash. Nash. Big Daddy Cool Diesel. <laughs> yes. Because um, he yeah. was, like, fully armored. Yeah, I thought about that, too, but then I thought that that might be somewhat of a disadvantage for him, because at that point, well, it's he te- becomes much slower. But technically, it's also an advantage because it's performance-enhancing drugs. That's true. Tiny penis, so he can't get shot in the dick. Very true. He's shrunken up penis and nuts. He's not going to get MJF'd in the cock and nuts. No. <laughs> um, yeah. I feel like... I feel like it has to be like one-to-one. Like it has to be like the shredder that we all know yep. versus the 
Slade, Will- Slade, Slade Wilson, Wilson Deathstroke. Deathstroke that we all know. Yes. Which I know that there's many different variations, sure. but yeah. the the one that we most... I'll say the non-insane Mirakuru-ridden uh, Deathstroke who can't think. The comic book version. Yes, the comic book bounty hunter, yes. Wilson. You know, so it has to be the ones that we all know. Like, I mean, granted, I know you're a huge Nightwing fan. Yes. You could have picked anyone, New 52, the original... Disco roller skating Nightwing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, you could have... Deep V. You know, you got that fucking Deep Finn, Finn Balor, yeah, fucking popped collar. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I think... <coughs> so, if, if, he was, if he were Super Shredder, he'd be a lot slower, unable to, like, dodge around gunfire or whatever. But yes. if he got his hands on Deathstroke at that point, feel like he'd be able to just rip him in half. Because he has superhuman strength at that point. Yes. But if he's regular Shredder, he's basically relying solely on martial arts. And hand-to-hand combat. And hand-to-hand combat, which I feel like Deathstroke might just be close to his equal at hand-to-hand combat. And they both have weapons. so They both not- have, because I know Shredder always has the claws. two giant claws yeah. on each hand. Yeah. But does he, does he ever use a sword or some sort of a staff at any point? I'm sure he's used a sword at some point. I was going to I was going to say because I swear I remember seeing him using a sword at least once either via comic book or the original cartoon TV show that we yeah. all know and love. So basically it could just come down to uh, a sword fight. Booger sugar. Yeah. Uh, got me going. Got me going. Uh, uh, it could come down to like a sword fight or Deathstroke with a sword and Shredder with his claws either way. It's pretty equal at that point. I would say close quarters combat uh I mean, I don't know, because I mean, like, Deathstroke definitely has the speed, technicality. Yeah. Are he has his own armor. Yeah. Shredder head to toe in armor. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Close to equal on that. I think. Yes. I think what the the edge is gonna be. It's hard to get around this. Is the fact that Deathstroke is a skilled marksman and has firearms. Yes. As part of his basic thing, always has firearms. So the fat, I find it hard to believe that he wouldn't at least be able to like jostle some armor or something in hand-to-hand combat, and then be able to make space and, of and course. just kill Shredder with a gun. Very true. I, I, I feel like that's the way it would have to go, in my mind. I don't know a way, like, but then, I mean, like any fight, if it was a real-world fight, you can get a lucky shot in, and like, they could, as soon as they get close enough for a hand-to-hand combat, Shredder could just cut Slade Wilson's throat with one quick stroke. Yes. And it could end up that way. But I said I would think that if we would do like a simulation of this, I What was think, it what was the name of that TV show? The one that Deadliest we Deadliest Warrior. Deadliest Warrior. I if we would love did, that show. Is it, do we do we change the, the it's not death battle anymore? No, it's got to be it's got to be because uh, yeah, it's LLC. Yeah, <laughs> they made uh they made Xbox Live Arcade downloadable games of Deadliest Warrior, terrible I, fighting games. Just really? Poorly made fighting games, yeah. Okay. Where you play as like Viking, but see something like Spartan. that. If we if we were to say not run a simulation, yeah. But say we if you were to have that battle ten times, mm-hmm. how many times do you really think? I think Shredder might get one to two victories. I think Destro's going to take him out with a with a gun somehow. At uh, I I I, I mean I'm saying it because I I am a Deathstroke fan, but at the same time, I'm. I'd probably say 9 out of 10 that Deathstroke's going to take it. Shredder's only got maybe one time. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you're talking, like, dropping them both into just one situation. Yeah. That they were both in there at the same 
point. Say they're in like they're ba- basically both used to operating in an urban environment. So we'll yes. say they're just on like some streets. S- some yeah. streets of New York. Streets of New York. Yes. So I mean, I feel like instantly, Slade Wilson's going for guns. Yeah. He's gonna go, he's gonna take cover. He's instantly gonna try to go for the shot. And he's gonna try and hit. And he has the skill to be able to hit weak points. Any like openings but, in. And I feel like he's got that Max Payne ability. That's true. Like I feel like he's got bullet time. Yeah, basically. And like he's got that wanted stuff where you can like curve bullets and oh, shit. <laughs> like I don't know why. I just feel like that shit can happen in Slade Wilson's world. Yeah, probably. Maybe it can. Maybe it can't. You I know? mean, like, well, uh, I don't know. I don't know any occurrences of Deathstroke doing this, but uh, Deadshot will like ricochet bullets off of like four things before hitting his target. I mean, like, it could happen. On purpose, like, it'll just fucking fire something off, like, looks like it's going nowhere, and then it hits five things and just nails a dude in the throat. Yes. So, I gotta think Deathstroke has a, not uh, an ability to that extent, that Deadshot does. But I feel like he could do a trick shot. Yeah, pro- if he wanted to. Um, so, yeah, I think I think we're both gonna give it to Deathstroke. This week, so yes. This winner of the Deathmatch, Shredder versus Deathstroke. You know what we should do? Once we get to a certain point, go back, bracket system. That's true. We, we should make that. a... We'll do it in March. March Madness will be a death uh, a, a death match bracket. Ooh, I'm liking this. We'll have to put together put together a whole bracket. No! <laughs> ah! Now I've shit my pants. My auditory <laughs> senses. <laughs> one two three. One two three. One So yeah, Deathstroke. James Jackson, Sacramento, he him. Deathstroke wins uh, this week, and I think the next, uh, at least next week, I think I'm going to go with one of Joe Merle of those movie guys' uh, matchups that he provided me with. All right. So, uh, I look forward to that. We'll do one of those next week. Hopefully, we don't forget to do Deathmatch again. But now we got a nice playlist of the music for the uh, first time. Took three and a half took years. Took three and a half years, but now we got a nice playlist, so we won't be able to forget yes. the Deathmatch, unless we get confused about what the music is for. Be like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we'll move on to some video games. Time to play the game. Time to play the game. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the game. Alright. You get into anything this week? I did not, all right. unfortunately. I got I've really I I'm I feel like I'm waiting for something new. Well, I was talking about this with one of the guys that I work with at the shop, and we were both saying the same thing, that there's nothing right now, and I know you might drop something on I'm me, because because you were just about to go, well, oh, and I know oh, i, I, I got to finish my story, <laughs> but we were both saying that we're just waiting for something new. Mm-hmm. You were just fucking ready, you just... I got to uh-huh. really bad. Uh, oh, okay, I'm sorry. I can make it to the end of the episode, I just... I gotta do things to keep. Oh, it okay. Being. I thought you were just sitting there antsy, like, "Come on, motherfucker, finish your story." I squeeze my dick shut with my but, thighs. Yes, but as I was saying, we're both waiting for something new. But something new is here, so something hit me new with it. Is coming out tomorrow, as of the, as of this recording. Uh, I'm not gonna get it right away because I'm gonna wait on the reviews because I already got. Enough I to swear play. to God, if you say fucking WWE 2K20, that's already out in uh, hot garbage. <laughs> what comes out tomorrow <laughs> is Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Single player, story driven Star Wars like action game. I don't like Star Wars games. All right, well, I'm sorry. It looks it looks really good. I'm sorry. I just <laughs> I I I, I'm, I have to get that out there right away. I love Star Wars. Yeah. Don't like Star Wars games. I'm excited for this game because the uh, it's like the first single player only Star Wars game that's come out since like uh, Force Unleashed two maybe. 
on Xbox 360 and PS3. I think it's the last yeah, time, like, yeah. single-player-only story-based game. So, uh, yeah, because... Uh, I was going to say Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, no, that's way that's way before. That but was, that's... that's well, would you say? But uh, somebody's deaf now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it didn't even peak. Oh, okay. Uh, it peaks when you were clapping like crazy, though. That'll blow out some assholes. Um, just make sure you go through and just drop the volume. No, nah, I won't do that. <laughs> I post as is. <laughs> <laughs> N words and all, um, but yeah. So I'm excited because they haven't made been making. They haven't been cranking out a lot of Star Wars games. Like the only Star Wars games for this generation of console have been the two Battlefront games, and that's it. Yeah. So uh, I'm excited for this. Which game. I think the they said that the first one was horrible. The first one, it was okay. It had no campaign, and then and I think that was the thing. Everybody wanted yeah. the single player. They right. wanted the campaign mode. Yeah. So, but the first, the online play was fine. It was okay. I wasn't super into it. I'm not really into competitive shooting anymore. But uh, the second game had a campaign. I really liked the campaign. I guess people didn't think it was that great. I thought it was pretty good. And then, like the online was fucked from the beginning because progression was basically like pay to win. Like it was okay. T- it was tied to like random loot boxes and hoping you got random stuff to order or in order to progress in the multiplayer, like level wise and like level your characters up and get new equipment. But then like over a course of like six months, they took all that bullshit out and like completely reworked the progression. So by the time I played the game, it had already been out for like a year and a half. And so I played the campaign, loved it, and I played a little bit of the online and it had like a normal fun progression system. Uh, so I enjoyed it, but it was a wreck at launch. Oh, of course. Um. But yeah, so Jedi Fallen Order comes out tomorrow, and that looks really cool. I'm excited to see the reviews. I've I've watched some gameplay trailers of it, and it looks like very focused combat, like Dark Souls esque, where it's like one on one combat. You're locked on to your you're locked on to like the enemy. You have to do like a lot of dodging and time your attacks well. It's not just like running through and just hacking people up. So it seems it seems like it could be good. I have no idea. That's why I'm waiting for the reviews. Um, but yeah, it, it's uh, exciting to have like a single-player-only Star Wars game be coming out, and it's made by Respawn Entertainment, who makes some good shit. They made uh, they made uh, the Titanfall games, Titanfall one and two. Okay. And uh, Apex Legends. All right. Uh, so they they do a lot. Of, I know of their work. Yeah, they've done a lot of shooters, and like the Respawn team is basically mostly guys that were originally from Infinity Ward, who made Modern Warfare and Modern Warfare two and Modern Warfare three. All right. So uh, it's all guys from that team that started Respawn and made Titanfall and Titanfall 2 and Apex Legends and now they're doing a single player third person game so they are good they're a good studio I'm excited to see what they could do and like the story is canon like Star Wars canon now like part of the new canon and uh it's uh you play as a Jedi who escaped Order 66 and is trying to complete his he hasn't completed his Jedi training yet so he escapes Order 66 doesn't get killed but he hasn't completed his training so you're trying to finish your training while also like not be murdered by the Empire um all right so could be a good story I mean the reviews the review embargo is up at midnight tonight 9 p.m Pacific time so that's when reviews are gonna go up okay so I'm I probably will I'll check them out tomorrow morning see what the reviews are like but uh before you make any uh any rash decisions. Yeah, I mean, I don't have really time to play it right now anyway, so I'll probably just wait, but uh, I hope it's good. So, we'll see. Um, but the game that I did play, I was able to put some meaningful time into World of Warcraft Classic again. And uh, I'm level 29 now. I think after we record, I'm going to play with uh, Brian online. We're going to do a dungeon called the Stock. Oh, Brian Ashambo. Brian Ashambo. Saw him over the weekend at Kurt's Winning. Um, How is he? Excellent. He's going to come on soon. 
Really? Point. Yeah. He's, whenever, I look forward to it. Whenever he's ready, I tell him to give me a call. I look forward to interrupting every story that he's about <laughs> to tell me. And then he forgets what story he was telling. And then he starts, starts all over again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully we'll have him. We love you, buddy. <laughs> we'll have him on soon. Um, I know. Yeah. Free, frequent listener. Yes. Uh, First time caller, long time listener. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully I'll be able to play with him tonight. But yeah, I've progressed a few levels and... Uh, Starting to move along a little bit quicker. Like, uh, Brian made a secondary character that's of similar level to my character, so that me and him can play together. Oh, all right. It is infinitely more enjoyable to play with someone else. Like, we can voice chat on Discord while we're Kind of like you did with me with The Division, and then you went right back to your character. That's what happened. (laughs) And then you completely fucked my world up. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I'm going to continue with that and uh, hopefully make some more decent progress. Looking forward to get to level 40, because that's a big milestone, because that's when you're able to get your mount. So you don't just have to run around. I can ride around on a burning horse because I'm a warlock, and oh. uh, run at like fucking fifty percent faster, so it doesn't take me forever to get to get places. So that'll be thrilling if I can get to level forty. And what are you at now? Twenty nine. Okay. Yeah. And how long have you been playing? Uh, I checked my. You can do type in like slash played while you're okay. playing, and I'll say how much time you spent on that character. And I'm at like two days, ten hours, I think. So like fifty eight hours, almost sixty hours. That's not that bad. Yeah, it takes a long time to get to level sixty. <laughs> That's for sure. Because every level you get, yeah, when, it takes when was to get to the next when, level. when did you say you get the uh, the mount? The mount level forty. Okay, so you're uh, I'm probably you're, like halfway there. I was <laughs> gonna say you're uh, you're close. Yeah, yeah. Uh, How so, long does it take to complete one level? I don't know too much it, about it World, World of Warcraft. Every time you level, you need more experience for the next level, so it takes longer each time. It's like exponential almost. Oh, okay. Like by the time you get to fifty nine to reach that last level of sixty, you could be playing for like. I don't know, a week. <laughs> like, you play a lot. Really? Yeah, it takes a long time. Such as the game, such as the old school, I mean, uh, at this point, old school MMO, like, leveling systems. Oh, of course. A, a, lot, a long time commitment. But I've stuck with it, uh, even though I'm not playing, like, this. the people in my guild, like, half of them are already level 60, and they're raiding and stuff like that. I'm nowhere close to that. But at least I haven't completely given up. Even if I play, like, an hour a week, I'm still in there. I have not given up yet. No. I'm going to keep going. Um, so yeah, it's fuck all. ass no yeah <laughs> uh, so yeah I guess we'll uh, that's it for video games so we can move on to Roderick Strong I mean miscellaneous happens Ron Strong Ron Strong So Nick is fucking loaded up with miscellaneous. I, I I think I got maybe four. All right, maybe four. Like there's one note I have here that I'm I'm gonna have to try to remember a little yeah. bit. I'm a little foggy right now. Such as the such as what happens when you take quick notes out in public. Yeah, it, it's the auto auto oh, notes. Yeah. You know, you just say like certain four words. Like yeah. it just says self service ordering kiosk. Okay. I'm just working on it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, hit me with one. All right. So. Uh, I was leaving the shop, and I left early one night, and as I was walking around the corner, I see a flatbed tow truck. Okay. And I don't know why, but I, I hear a song, and it's going to take me a second to get to it. Oh, my God. Tell me it was Break Stuff by Limp Biscuit, and you ran into the same guy that I did in Newport. Uh, no. No, <laughs> it is not. Uh... Where is it? 
is it uh, is it some booming hip hop, bass booms? Uh, it, actually, it is. I figured. By uh, give me one second. I know I'm. I feel like I'm stalling, <laughs> but I'm I can't not. vamp and look on YouTube at the same time. It's too hard. <laughs> I can't even vamp. But as I was saying, I, it's a song that I I remember hearing, but I know you have too. Okay. You haven't heard it in years. Baby Beluga by Raffi. Close. Damn it. But when you walk around the corner and you see, and not even just see, but hear a man singing this song at the top of his lungs, okay. you know you're in for a treat. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Mister. This reminds me of Scary Movie too. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Just seeing a man... Goddamn mystical. <laughs> when I heard that, I was just like, all right, I got to make as quick as fucking notes as possible right Otherwise now. Otherwise known as Shake It Fast, as it was on the radio. Yes. <laughs> shake It Fast. Watch yourself. <laughs> that's how it was on the uh, Now That's What I Call Music 2. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard of that shit in years. Dude, they still make those. I see them at Walmart. What, what number are they up to? They're on like 48. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Are you serious? I'm dead serious, yeah. How much Daughtry and like Scott Stapp are on there? Uh, it's only that. It's, it's Scott Stapp's albums. His self-titles just come... His uh, new uh, solo albums just come out as Now That's What I Call Music. <laughs> now That's What I Call Christian. Didn't he play... Uh, the Feast. He played The Feast. He's the headliner of The Feast this year. Oh, wow. Okay, that is something else. So, so it wasn't someone playing this song. It was someone singing it to themselves. Singing it to themselves almost as loud as he could Jesus Christ in a tow truck okay and I was like uh, I don't know what's happening <laughs> but I, I stopped put my bag down was he getting sucked by a prostitute while he was driving it possible I don't know <laughs> it was all kind of fast yeah but I just know that I had to make that note and get that song to all everybody right now <laughs> yeah. as fast as possible everyone remember that mystical existed and he had a song yeah, two songs. I can't remember what was the other song. Yeah, he came out with a, a follow up that like I think got on the radio, but I can't remember what it was. Uh, well, I know this one was "Shake Your Ass." Mm-hmm. I think it was "Shake It Fast." <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not. That'd be hilarious if he came out with a second song and just and it was "Shake It Fast." It wasn't a radio edit. It's just like that's the extent of his writing ability. <laughs> it's just changing a couple words. <laughs> it's the same song. <laughs> yeah, like this is the same exact music in the background. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> uh, okay, what was the next thing? Okay, so I was on Instagram, and I don't know where this came from, but I I just had to I had to save it because it it blew my fucking mind when I saw it. Come on, come on, there we go. All right, let me. Uh, I got one that's okay. <laughs> Jesus! Jesus Christ! Is it the Jesus guy? Jesus Christ! Jesus Christ! Jesus it Christ! Is the guy. Yep. Jesus Christ! Jesus Christ! Jesus Christ! Jesus Christ! Jesus! <laughs> what the fuck? The video is just him saying Jesus Christ over and over again? That's pretty much. Jesus Christ! Jesus Christ! Jesus Christ! Jesus Christ! That's all it is. We love you, God! That's the same guy! I know. Dude, that guy is just wild. The sword of salvation! 
That guy's a fucking lunatic. Come on. He's wearing like a leather God, biker vest. This trucks! We love you, God! <laughs> this trucks! I love y'all! Jesus. This guy's gonna cool. kill us. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna be screaming Jesus Christ over my bleeding corpse. <laughs> Jesus Christ, we love you, God! We love you, God! You're going to see God! I'm gonna send you God! <laughs> It's like, uh, uh, okay. I'm going to cut your head off, see if I can see Jesus Christ in your neck. <laughs> All right, and uh, the other one I had, this one was a video of, uh, you know who Chris, Chris D'Elia is, right? Yeah, yeah, stand yes. comic. It was uh, on his podcast, and uh, it's titled, I Never Laughed So Hard, okay. and I know you will too, so... <laughs> so hard at a blooper than this one here, this Tech TV blooper right here. Oh, this is a oh, one this of a time piece. There's no other one oh, yeah. like this particular one in the world. I Records saw, much so more accurately. Today, <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, dude. So, okay. yeah, I saw... That was on, like, E-Bombs World. Okay. Back in the early 2000s. And, like, me and John and Ingot would laugh at that over and over and over again. And for some reason, I hadn't seen it in like 10 years maybe. And for some reason, that was on Facebook maybe today. Not the Crystalia thing. Just that standalone just video. Just that? Yeah, and I was like, oh shit, I haven't seen this in so long. And now I'm fucking And now you're showing it too. And that was today. <laughs> That's crazy. I hadn't seen that video in at least a decade. Holy but yeah, shit. it's basically, it's, a, it's an old man on Tech TV. Tech TV was a channel, like an old Comcast channel that basically turned into G4, the video game channel. Okay. Like Tech TV and G4 were separate and then they merged and it was called G4 Tech TV and then it was just G4. Um, but yeah, so they had a show. This old man is like showing off old technology and I think what he's holding is an old wax cylinder from like old record players used wax cylinders. Okay. To record music. I'm pretty sure that's what he's holding. And he's like a very shaky old man and he's talking about how, how like... It's a very unique piece and stuff like that and how it recorded and how it's very delicate and it recorded so accurately and then it just shatters in his fucking hands. <laughs> when I saw that, I was like, what the fuck is happening? And the best thing is, he's talking about how rare it is and then it shatters and then he goes, oh, f- shit, <laughs> on fucking live TV. It's so funny. And the other guy's like, these things well, happen. these things happen. And some like young, like 22-year-old kid. Oh, I love God. how Chris D'Elia was like, no, they don't. Yeah. No, they don't. Yeah. yeah, but oh my god. Yeah, that was a classic. That I used to watch in E Bombs World all the fucking time, and I didn't see it for years until today, and now I've seen it twice today. I'm I'm glad I could help you out with that. That's so funny. Yeah. But this one is not a miscellaneous happening. Okay. But it is on Instagram. I saved it for the podcast. I wanted to bring it up during wrestling. Okay. Because I have no idea what the fuck Nikki Cross said. Oh Jesus! It's some thick ass accent bullshit. If one of our fucking 12 listeners is from Scotland, let us know what the fuck she's saying. Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, maybe that's it. Jesus Christ! Oh my God. Jesus. Christ. Christ. <laughs> we love you, God. Oh, man. Oh, but uh, the last and final one I had 
was uh, I don't remember what the other one was. Yeah. The, the self serve yeah. fucking something kiosk. But um, the the last one that I had was I was get was getting some food, and I overheard a mom say to her kid, and this was one of those things where I was like, okay, at first I thought it was gonna be nice. Yeah, it was like. Honey, take the bottle and put it in the recycling thing. That's yeah. where that goes. And like teaching their kid how to recycle and yeah. all that. Other. Then she just immediately just goes, they don't do anything with it. That's what they just want you to believe. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, fucking Alexis Jones. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I went from hearing, yes, put it in there. That's a good job. That's how you recycle. Yeah. Even though that's what they want you to believe. <laughs> yeah. Put it in there because the liberal Jew media wants you to believe that they recycle plastic. What they really do is turn it into money that they spend in Israel on their war against Palestine. <laughs> if I heard that, I would just be like, you know what? You might be right. Just clap. Just be like, yep, you know what? I'm going to agree with everything you said. Am I in an InfoWars video? <laughs> Nation of Islam. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. But hearing, hearing that, just... <laughs> push your fucking views upon people like it just goes to show you right then and there that I know it has nothing to do with it but it just goes to show that something like racism yeah is pushed upon oh yeah, yeah. the next generation absolutely it's, uh, it's parents it's, it's, say weird ass shit to their kids when they're like two and then they just learn that listen to that their entire life exactly and it's just so ingrained for them it's just like oh, well, why am I gonna recycle yeah there what is, the fuck's recycling do? All they do is... It's just two shoots that go into the same bag and they throw it all in the trash. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah. It just it just grinds it up all fancy, gives you a little paper slip. Yeah, yeah. That you're never going to use. <laughs> oh, God. That's pretty funny. But, yeah. So, uh, that's it for me, man. All right. Yeah, I don't have anything. All right. Uh, so, you want to pull up the closing music there? I already got it right up. All right. Our closing music is the song I meant to pick last week, but I couldn't remember which one it was. It's all right. It was still a good song. Yeah, the one last week was good too, but this is uh, Architect by Miss May I. As always, you can get our episodes every Tuesday. You can get them on iTunes. We can rate and review us. You can get it on any podcast app. You can stream or download it from our website, nerdupa.com. You can email us at podcast at nerdupa.com. And you can follow us on Instagram at nerdupa podcast. That's it. See ya.